This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Everyone, this is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Hopefully, you had a nice weekend. I certainly did. My weekend was defined by snow. It was sort of a surprise snowstorm in our area. At least I don't remember anybody telling me about this on Friday. At least not to this extent. I was hearing chance of snow, chance of snow. But I was even at a party Friday night. No one even mentioned this. And then I end up because of the odd hours that I keep during the week. I end up waking up at 2.30 in the morning, and at first, I thought I overslept because I looked outside and I saw how bright it was. I thought maybe the sun had started to peak up, and sure enough, no, 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 it was snow coming down fast and furious. This was the perfect type of snow. It was Great packing snow, perfect for snowball fights, perfect for snowmen. Carmine and I built a snowman. You could see it on my Twitter, at Frank Morano. We called him Mr. Freeze. Had a great time. Also, not too bad for shoveling. I do have to say, though, right around 7 a.m. on Saturday morning, when I was going out to start shoveling not only my own walkway, but my neighbors as well, the fella that used to live down the block doesn't even live there anymore. He moved. He had taken his snowblower and already snowblowed the entire sidewalk for the entire block, which was really very nice. So thank you to my former neighbor, Frank. I think he technically still owns that house, but he doesn't live there anymore, who went out of his way to perform those duties for the entire block. Very, very kind. I love a good snowstorm like this during the winter. To me, this is what winter's all about. To me, this is what makes it fun to live in New York City. We're not talking about snow that's thick and wet and impossible to shovel. We're talking about really the perfect snow for shoveling, a snowball fight, etc. And especially if it's going to fall, let it fall on the weekend where most people don't have to go to work, especially on a holiday weekend like this one. So on a Saturday, if we've got no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I am hoping we get a few more snowstorms like this before the winter is over. Don't throw anything at your radio, but that is my sincere hope. One of the reasons I love living here. The change of seasons. Beam me up. To be continued. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning. 
everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. You'd be forgiven if you didn't know about it, but Kirsten Gillibrand is up for re-election this year. And I am hoping this is a competitive election because I think the more competitive elections there are, the better it is for everybody. And I'd love to see the best Democratic candidate, the best Republican candidate, and some strong independent or third-party candidates as well. I also, in all candor, happen to not think Kirsten Gillibrand does the best job in the U.S. Senate. So I'd love to see somebody challenge her on the aspects of her record that I find to be lacking. So in a couple of days, the state Republicans are going to have a convention. And as it stands now, there seem to be three, there may be more, but I'm aware of three Republicans that are considering running for the seat. The person who seems to be leading among the Republican leadership is a fellow named Mike Sapacone, who was hoping to run for George Santos's seat for Congress. He's running. He's got the support of the Long Island GOP. Then a fellow by the name of Josh Eisen, who's called into this program from time to time, including when he was doing work with Governor Pataki in Ukraine. He's running. He's got the support of some folks as well. And another person who's been a guest on this show as well, Cara Castronova, who was uh, one of the coaches on The Biggest Loser. She's a columnist, conservative activist. She ran for state assembly last year. I tell you, I really think the best thing for the GOP would be a primary because you have a situation where Gillibrand is a heavy favorite and these three Republicans aren't necessarily household names. Let them get a little bit of buzz going. Let them make their case to Republican voters throughout the state. So I'm hoping if you're a Republican leader and you're listening to this, you'll consider putting all the candidates there in a primary and let them make their case to the voters as to who would be the best candidate to go after Kirsten Gillibrand. I do think the idea of Cara Castronova is quite interesting. She's young. She's female. She's multi-ethnic. I believe she's bisexual. She's very conservative, very articulate on a lot of the issues. Obviously, Josh is uh, someone I'm friendly with as well, so I'd love to see him in that primary. And I have nothing against Mike Sapacone. He was on with Andrew Giuliani and me when we did the uh, Columbus Day Parade show that we did on uh, Columbus Day. But I think the bulk of Republican voters don't necessarily know any of these three candidates. Why not throw them all in a primary and let the voters sort it out? The leadership tends to be afraid of party primaries, I think that's a mistake. I think this could be an opportunity for publicity that whomever the Republican nominee would be would not get if it was someone that they just picked. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. One thing that I think we have to keep in mind is let's keep things from getting crazy, meaning let's make sure the punishment or even in some cases the charges fit the transgression. We are seeing a really remarkable situation in Mercer County, New Jersey. Ethics charges against a New Jersey judge for a remote work issue are being called a joke, according to his colleagues and most people who pay attention to this stuff. There's a Mercer County judge who's charged with violating court rules for allowing his secretary to work remotely when ineligible to do so. Well, he has said in a formal response that his decision was, at best, an honest mistake. You see, a state committee 
earlier this month accused Superior Court Judge Douglas H. Hurd of abusing the power and prestige of his judicial office for the benefit of his secretary. Now, when I read that, I'm expecting something big. My goodness, did he allow her to use all sorts of judicial equipment to run an eBay store or something like that? No. So he allowed this secretary to work remotely, periodically, for five or six months in 2022. The initial complaint said Heard allowed his secretary to work remotely for five or six months, and his response says it was approximately three to six days in the course of a month. Three to six days in the course of a month. Also weighing in on the charges is former Mercer County Superior Court Judge Bill Mathesius, who's friendly with Heard and was so stunned when he heard the complaint, he said he thought it was a prank, a joke, or a deep fake. I'm not saying the judge didn't do anything wrong. If the secretary is not supposed to work remotely, then she's not supposed to work remotely. But for them to take three to six days in the course of a month of her working remotely, nobody's saying she didn't work, by the way. Everyone is acknowledging that she was working remotely and then turn this into a, a situation where it's if she was working from home for every day for five or six months. This is a radical, radical inflation of what the transgression is. I don't understand why they have it out for this guy or this secretary, but it's clear to me that if the judge's version of events is even close to accurate, then there should be minimal punishment here. I think a slap on the wrist is sufficient. Beam me up! To be continued. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org The Other Side of Midnight 77 Local Spotlight By now you have probably heard a little bit about what went on at St. Patrick's Cathedral over the weekend. If you haven't they held a rare mass of reparation at the church on Sunday to atone for the sacrilegious funeral service of a trans woman there last week. The church claimed it was duped into hosting Thursday's funeral for Cecilia Gentili, a New York transgender activist who championed the rights of sex workers, AIDS patients, and the LGBTQ community. And she was eulogized in a very unorthodox manner. Here's a little bit of the English translation of her eulogy, which was originally given in Spanish. This whore. This great whore. Saint Cecilia. Mother of all whores. Today we say, we see you soon. 
So they had a mass of reparation to repair and cleanse the church of sin over the funeral for the 52-year-old former sex worker from Argentina. Now, I think the people that are covering this as a transgender issue are totally missing the mark. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that she was transgender. I think it has to do with the fact of how this funeral was conducted. To be using terms like the one I just played for you in the midst of a funeral service at St. Patrick's Cathedral or any church is totally inappropriate. And I believe this woman, Miss Gentilly, was actually an atheist. So, I mean, I think that is part of why they felt so duped. I don't think that the church had any interest in not honoring someone because of their gender or their sexual proclivities. I think under this pope, you've seen a very wide acceptance of transgender issues and other similar issues. I think it was how this eulogy and how this funeral was conducted. So don't let the press or anyone else tell you it had to do with a transgender thing. I don't believe that was the case. Beam me up. To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 